Do you feel stuck in a rut? Does it feel hard or monotonous doing the same thing over and over again all year long? In today's episode, we chat about finding freedom in seasonal change and how rhythms and cycles can help us revitalize our days with something I call flexible boundaries. Speaking of that, I received this encouraging review entitled Genuine and Revitalizing from 123 Eyes on Me, 12 Eyes on Him. And it says, Corey keeps things moving and sees you. There is validation in the average mama's feelings in her spiritual words. Thank you so much, 123 Eyes on Me, 12 Eyes on Him. Thanks a million for your review. I am so grateful to know that you feel seen because one goal of this podcast is to create a community where women and moms feel safe, seen, and supported. And I appreciate you deeply. And I encourage everybody else listening to leave your written review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from because I would love to feature you as someone in our community in a future episode. Speaking of keeping things moving, let's dive in and see what seasonal shifts are available to us in today's episode. Hey, hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life coach and messy mompreneur, and I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Hey, hey, Treasured Mama. I am so excited to have you here. Today, we are talking about rhythms, systems, seasons, and cycles. The reason I thought to cover this now was because we've covered a bit of my testimony, the three main pillars, and we talked about progress over perfection in our most recent episode. In order to make progress, we have to have a process by which we do that. So in today's episode, that is what we're going to unpack together. I'm going to provide a very high-level overview of things that have worked extremely well for my family, clients, and for my friends just in my personal life that I've shared these systems with. My heart for moms is to simplify things that have produced overwhelm in our lives. It's not that systems don't work for us. It's not that systems are too much for us to implement. It's simply a reframing of those thoughts. Perhaps it's the wrong systems for your family. We have some friends that have seven children and they're looking to expand their family again. And systems that work for their family are unnecessary for my family, both because of our children's ages but also the dynamic of having that many more children in their family. 
Systems that may work really well for one family may not work for another specific family because it's in relation to your home. If you live in town versus on a farm, you may need to systematize a little bit different. Furthermore, if you live in a small town versus a large city, you may need to implement different systems as well. I share all this to plant seeds regarding how we can address our belief system around systems. Our systems get to be unique, one of a kind, just as we are, and not cookie cutter. We don't just want to implement something that somebody else has had success with. Rather, we want to customize a specific system for our family. Of course, we want to be inspired by things that have worked for other people, but we get to take it a step further and personalize it so it fits our specific family dynamic. And once we do that, I often get the question of, how am I ever going to do this for an entire year? Beloved, I want to encourage you. You don't have to. Let's just free moms worldwide of this belief that once a system, always a system. Hopefully, you are always changing and evolving with a growth mindset. Because God is calling you to go deeper. He's calling you to expand, to rise up, step out, and share your testimony of things you've overcome over the years. So it's a continuous progression on this journey. Let's unpack this. When we are implementing simple systems, we do this in the daily rhythms of our life. When I'm talking about rhythms, I'm talking about these daily things that we do. And those of you that have worked with me, you know we talk a lot about time blocking meaning you have specific blocks of time mapped out over the course of your day. So it's easy for you to put specific tasks into that time block versus being overwhelmed by an entire daily or weekly schedule. We have these different time blocks. Maybe it's a morning time block where all of your morning routine fits in there. And perhaps you do your dishes in the morning to get your day started off right. Or perhaps you do it in your nighttime time block because you might prefer in your family dynamic to have an empty seat at night so you can start your morning hitting the ground running. And just know those time blocks are part of how you establish your daily rhythms to get your day-to-day tasks done to run an effective household or a smooth business and to have an expectation of what is coming next. But what I also know is there are different seasons throughout our year. There are different seasons in motherhood. When we're looking at seasons, let's pause for a moment and evaluate how God has set this all up for you and for myself way before we were even here to encounter these systems. Look in the natural world. We have four seasons. Fall, spring, summer, winter. There are beautiful things that happen in each one of those seasons. 
that don't happen in any other season. Typically, winter is a time of rest and reflection for you to recharge. And that happens after fall, which is when you have harvested all the things. In fact, at the time of this recording, I have harvested and am processing the last of my root vegetables and or vegetables from other friends that had an abundance that they couldn't even harvest. And they said, if you can dig it, you can have it. Right now, we have some potatoes and carrots, onions, tomatoes, and I think we even have a couple of apples that we are able to process, can, preserve, freeze for a later point in time because of the harvest that we have had in the fall season. Prior to fall, for most people, you have summer. And summer is a time where you are working hard, you've got your stuff in the ground, you're managing your crop with watering it and turning over new soil, doing weed control when necessary, and you're only able to do those things because back in the spring, you prepared your seed for the planting. You can see just in the natural world, there are specific seasons for specific things. If we were harvesting all year round with no rest, we would be absolutely exhausted and less productive for harvest, but also we would have never planted the seed for the ground. I share this because often in motherhood, we tend to carry this mentality of, I have to do all the things all the time for all the people, even if it's at the expense of my own mental health and well-being. And I bring up mental health specifically because I know many mamas have, are, or will walk through a season that includes depression, overwhelm, and or anxiety. And I want to acknowledge that, but also encourage you, that is not your portion. We get to systematize our life and implement what I call flexible boundaries so we can be both prepared, but also we are not missing out on opportunities to engage relationally because we have gotten so religious and regimen with all the things all the time. So let's take this from high level and bring it down a little bit. Just like in the natural world, we have natural seasons. We also have this in our relationships. For me, I'm very, very creative in the summer months, which is very representative of what happens in the seasons. Let's think in summer, you're creative, you're figuring out where you're going to plant, how to plant, you're putting all of the things into practice to work this vision so we have a harvest to gather. And then in the fall, I'm really putting these things out into the world. This podcast is a prime example. In the summer, I was putting boots to the ground, doing the work, assembling all the pieces, and then I released it in fall. That was the harvest from all the work. In winter, I'm going to rest, which is the next season. So for you, when you are observing the different seasons in your life, the different ways in motherhood you get to show up, 
I encourage you to shift from feeling as if you failed in some capacity if you were not doing the same thing all the time into being excited about this opportunity for new growth, opportunities, and new experiences. When we look at our daily rhythms, our current rhythms should be aligned with our current seasons. For example, if it's winter, a season of rest, and I'm looking at resting and reflecting, my morning routine might be less about getting up as early as I can and getting as much done as I can to maximize the increase of daylight, I might shift into a slower, more relaxed morning that includes reflection and journaling instead of taking in a sermon while I'm doing sprint intervals on a treadmill like I might do in the summer. I hope this is making sense for you and it's helping generate some thoughts as we plant these seeds on what is possible and how this can look different. Now, we just talked about rest in winter. Let's move on in advance to another season. After we come out of this very restful, relaxed winter time, we advance into spring. Spring is a time of new birth. It's a time of new life. And I see many people in the business world This is the time they get these new ideas. They figure everything out in summer. They release it in fall. And then they rest and recover in the winter month. So when you personalize this for yourself, it's very important to know not just what are my daily rhythms, but also what season am I in? Because we want our rhythms to align with our season. Here's an example. If my daily rhythm includes taking the first 10 to 15 minutes of every hour to nurse my newborn baby, but I am in a season of motherhood where I have teenagers, those are not aligned. Likewise, if I have a newborn baby and I'm planning to take 15 minutes out of every hour to go do a movement break outside, That's not aligned with having a newborn baby who needs me to be there for their very survival. When we are discussing rhythms, that's the daily to-dos. We want to make sure the rhythms are aligned with the seasons that happen on an annual basis. And then we need to talk about cycles. Cycles are when you zoom out and you see a big picture. You can look at something that may have multiple different components, but they are cyclical. A year has four seasonal components that are cyclical in nature. Every year we have winter, every year we have spring, every year we have fall and we have summer. Sometimes those seasons might seem or actually be longer or shorter, but when you look at the overall picture, you have four seasons in a year, generally speaking, and they happen in the same order. The power of knowing this, beloved, is that you can have freedom in knowing that things are going to shift and change, and they should. So if something isn't working for your family dynamic anymore, you get to explore the why behind the what. Why is that season no longer working for you? Is it because the season has passed? 
Or is it because your rhythms are not aligned within the season? Here's another example. When I had one child, there were three of us in our household. We have five hooks where we can hang jackets and bags and all of the things. So we had two extra hooks that we would always use for guests when we were a family of three. Now we are a family of six. That rhythm no longer works. We have fewer hooks than people just in our immediate family. So now what we do is we also have a coat closet. Anything that needs to dry hangs out overnight and then we grab the new things for the day from the coat closet. It's a new rhythm because our family has expanded. We're in a different season. Please know, beloved, if things are changing, you get to sit down and determine, have they changed because we got off course or have they changed because it's necessary for the new season? And I want to encourage you when you're exploring what this looks like, let's just take a moment and pause here. I want to speak some life over you. Part of this Treasured Mama movement is speaking into three different pillars. They are identity, simplicity, and community. We've already talked about community. I want this to be a place that is safe for you to be seen and supported. In addition to that, you need to be walking some things out for us to support you. And that is where the simplicity comes in of these rhythms, seasons, cycles. Even before we get to that point, it is important for us to acknowledge and to realize that we need to be clear on our identity. And when we are clear on our identity, we can walk these things out a whole lot better with a lot more clarity and a lot more confidence. So let's speak to that for a moment. Many moms will say, there is no way I can create these systems. I'm not organized. I don't work this way. I'm not creative. And that's the part I want to hone in on right now. Beloved, you are creative. Do you know how I know this? Our Heavenly Father is not just creative. He is the creator. You are created in His image. Thus, you are creative. So get excited about exploring how you get to create systems that align with your family dynamic so you can maximize peace and joy in your home and you can begin to infiltrate your communities, bringing that as a kingdom ambassador to every atmosphere that you encounter. One of the lies that moms have believed for as long as I think has been documented is I can't handle this. Well, if this is something that God has given you, then he has equipped you for it. Please know as you are stepping out and you are determining what is the cyclical nature of our year? What seasons do we get to align with? And what are the daily rhythms that help us align with that season? Once you look at that and you see that, you get to have what I call flexible boundaries. Now, flexible boundaries are both and because the kingdom of God is abundant. It's both and. An earthly perspective tells you either or. You either have to pick this or you have to pick that. You either have to be organized or you get to be fun. 
These are things that I have actually helped people walk through or I have walked through myself. You either have to be gentle or you get to be strong. It's either or, it's not both. But the eternal perspective from the kingdom of God tells us you get to be both and. You get to be gentle and you get to be strong. There is a strength that comes in holding space by being gentle with your children as you are discipling them. There is a powerful impact that can be had when you show up with a gentle spirit. Likewise, both and. You get to both have a smooth running household that has boundaries and also have flexibility within that so that you can account for the move of the Holy Spirit in your day-to-day life. In summary, this is what I want you to know, beloved. God is the ultimate creator. You are created in his image. Thus, you are, in fact, creative. So you are fully equipped because God has called you to create these rhythms. I call them rhythms of grace. Give yourself grace as you're figuring this out. You're going to create these rhythms, but only once you have identified what is the cyclical nature of my household, what seasons are a part of that, and then simply begin aligning your rhythms with each season. At the time of this recording, it is the very end of October. So you have these last couple of months to start exploring what does this season look like for my family and document rhythms that support that. Then when you get into January or the new year, you'll do the same thing again for January, February, March. What are the cyclical seasons that I get to partake in? And so for January, February, March, what does that season look like for you? And I don't have time to teach all the things and nuances here on this podcast, but I I want to encourage you with that flexibility component. A lot of people look at their year as four quarters. Quarter one is January, February, March. Quarter two is April, May, and June. Quarter three, July through September. And quarter four, October through December. But beloved, I also know that for many of us moms, we run on the school calendar. Things may look different for you. Your quarter one might be August, September, and October because that takes you into the first quarter of school for your kids. Your quarter two might be November, December, January, because that's holidays and all types of rhythms seeming out of place. February, March, April might be your quarter three, where you're really focused. You feel like you've got your rhythms and your routines back on track after the holidays. And then May, June, July is, for many people, it's their summer. It's working really hard and preparing for the summer so you can enjoy and have more playtime and free time. So know there is flexibility in the cyclical nature of your seasons for your household. So Heavenly Father, I just pray today that women are encouraged, the mama that is listening to this right now, God, that she is awakened to the fact that things can be different. She is reminded or perhaps has had a first-time revelation that your kingdom is abundant. It is both and. And she gets to partner with you as a co-heir, God, to identify the cyclical nature of her family's seasons and then pair appropriate 
rhythms of grace to partner with the now season. God, you are so, so good to us. We thank you for designing these things before we were even birthed in the natural world. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasures Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 